Welcome to the Radiant Weddings Podcast. On today's episode... I'm sometimes wondered if you just married me because you didn't want the confrontation of saying no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't We'll just put that fear to rest. Welcome, everybody. I'm Joe. And I'm Rhea. And we're back with the Radiant Weddings Podcast. This podcast is for engaged couples planning their weddings, where we share our insights on how to enjoy your wedding day the most and make your planning process stress-free. So before we get started with today's episode, I need to give a small disclaimer because the topic for today is basically the need for a wedding planner and how we believe that every wedding ends up with a wedding planner, whether or not you realize it. But with that being said, the episode may begin to sound like this is just going to be an ad for Rhea's services as a wedding planner. However, that is not the intention. Uh, We know that this podcast has the potential to reach uh, nationwide, even worldwide, if we, that would be great, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, And that means that we can't service everyone who may be listening, but it's still going to be valuable for them. So please take this and realize that it is for the sake of helping you and empowering you and bettering your wedding day and not just saying, Rhea's awesome. You should totally hire her. Um, I mean, I think that would be great if you did personally, but (laughs) that's not the point of this. All that to say, I would really love to work with you. Yes. But So two disclaimers. One, we'd really love to work with you, but two, that's not really the point of this episode. But with that being said, the topic for today is that hiring a wedding planner is a good plan, and we believe it's actually needed to the point where it will end up happening whether you intended to or not. Right. So obviously, I believe in hiring wedding planners because I believe that roles should be filled by professionals. And hiring a wedding planner is a good investment because you are getting someone who will advocate for your wishes throughout the planning process with your vendors and even with your family on the wedding day. You're getting someone who uh, has heard your vision, heard your your desires for the day, and they are there to make sure that that happens while you are focused on getting married. But I often hear the fear from um, couples that I'm talking to that a wedding planner will take over their wedding day. Yes. Actually, I have a number of fears that I've heard when, because I've suggested that clients that have hired me when they're talking about their planning going crazy, I'm like, hey, you, you, you should talk to Rhea. She, you know, helps this not happen. And I was going to actually throw those out to you and see what you say about them. Is that, is that cool? Mm-hmm. So the first one that I see most often is basically the fear that hiring a wedding planner will keep me from designing my day. Like I won't get my hands on the process. I won't be able to enjoy I won't be able to you know make it myself right you'll you'll be disconnected right exactly yeah so the fear that a wedding planner will disconnect you from the wedding planning process so what do you think about that well I know that that does happen sometimes and so that's something to be aware of when you're interviewing wedding planners but that shouldn't happen that isn't what is supposed to happen when you're hiring a wedding planner a wedding planner is there to hear your your desires and then discuss a plan with you of how to make those desires happen. So they uh, will give you practical insight on this is how it could work. And there may be times when they'll say, you know, that's simply not practical, but they should give you a good reason as to why. And an alternative. Right, an alternative plan that will still achieve the end goal 
as much as possible. Right. So it's not about taking the design from you. It's about making your design happen. Right. I, I don't like my uh, business is not to live vicariously through all of my couples. Oh, that's a good way to say it. <laughs> I have another fear that people often have when they hear the phrase wedding planner. And that's that the wedding planner is going to be someone who's very bossy and rush me around on my wedding day and be a very overbearing person and presence. They're basically the um, slave driver for the day. <laughs> well, this I'm sure stems from people who have had bad experiences with wedding planners. Not only that, but it stems from some movies that yes. are put out about wedding planners. About bad wedding planners. And may I just say, life is not the movies. But I have heard from different couples where they have had experiences with wedding planners like that. Once again, when you're interviewing a wedding planner, that type of personality will show itself early, early in your discussions with them. So you're going to see someone who's kind of a pushy person, for lack of better words, before you hire them. Make sure you have those conversations and, and ask them how they work. Yeah, so that kind of experience would come from working with a bad wedding planner. Mm -hmm. And what you're saying is that you can see those people from a mile away. You have that interview with them and you can tell this is going to be a problematic person to work with. Yeah, use your judgment as yeah. you're interviewing wedding planners. So it's not that they're a wedding planner. It's that they're a pushy person. That is a personality be, type. Who's chosen I mean, to be a wedding planner. <laughs> Probably more take charge type of people do get into this industry, but I would say that it's still a personality type because I am a wedding planner, but I don't think I'm a pushy person. I know this is biased because I'm married to you. You, know, you say I'm not pushy and then I'm agreeing you are the least pushy person I've ever met. I'm sometimes wondered if you just married me because you didn't want the confrontation of saying no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't we'll just that. put that fear to rest. But thank you. I would actually Wait, say just say that again for me. <laughs> we'll just put that fear to rest. <sighs> I wasn't really worried. Breathe a sigh of relief. The thought crossed my mind, but no, I, I yeah. believe that you actually wanted to marry me. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, number three here for mi wedding planner misconceptions mm -hmm. uh, is that the wedding planner is going to, I think you sort of already addressed this, but let's just focus in on it. That a wedding planner is going to insist on their own vision for the day. This is how we do this. This is the best way. This is how I'm going to do it. No, 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 no. That that won't work. We're, we must do this. We must do it this way. We must do it my way. My way or the highway, which for you is the same thing because your last name is High. <laughs> there, we, we finally worked in a high pun. Which, <laughs> by the way, so Joe funny. hates them. Um, yeah, I've only had to deal with them for 29 years. Yeah. You're only dealing with them for a little over a year. Yeah. Uh so <laughs> anyway, so the fear is that the wedding planner will insist on their own vision for the day. Well, once again, that's 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 a bad wedding planner. Um, but the thing is, you'll probably unfortunately run into this issue, not just with wedding planners. You may run into it with other wedding vendors. Quite frequently, I find myself pushing back against vendors who will say things like, but this is the way that we do it here. I mean, you, I hate that you get it from vendors that tell you, well, these are the photo spots on our yeah. at our venue, and they tell you how to frame a photo. They kind of compose. I think the term is railroading. Yeah, you know, which, we railroad you. This is how things are done. 
my job as a wedding planner, uh, maybe just to kind of answer that question a little bit more roundabout, uh, my job as a wedding planner is to help you define your vision for the wedding day, help you define your desires, communicate those to your vendors so that they have a clear idea of how to fulfill your desires and vision with their uh, part of the day. And then also give those vendors everything that they need to serve you well. So I am the information central, so I know your dreams and your desires. And I also um, know what the vendors need to do to achieve um, giving you the product that you want, the service that you want. You empower the vendors. Mm -hmm. I empower the vendors and uh, advocate for your vision. Okay. So with that being said, we've uh, addressed the fears of common fears of hiring a wedding planner. Uh, So hopefully now we're on the same plane where a wedding planner is a good idea. She's your friend. (laughs) The next thing I want to say is that every wedding will have a wedding planner. Someone will rise. Someone will rise (laughs) as the almighty wedding planner. No, it it really will happen. If you do Mm -hmm. not hire a wedding planner, there will be... I have four situations, actually, for ending up with the wedding planner. And your wedding, no matter what you do, will end up with one of these situations. So I've... I've taken the time to write these out. Okay. Can I can I throw them out at you and we can yes. discuss them? Okay. I'll give you my professional opinion. Please on do. Yes. That's mm-hmm. well. I mean, that's what this podcast <laughs> is for. So, yes, Great. <laughs> I, that's kind of the whole point of this whole thing. So, situation one: the bride ends up being the wedding planner. This is probably the most common. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I wouldn't say it's the most common, but it is common. I'll get to the most common later on, but <laughs> the bride ends up being the wedding planner. Now, again, we're talking about the wedding planner here. So this means that the bride is the person who ends up selecting all the vendors, screening and researching all the vendors, deciding the timeline for the day, coordinating the invitations and designing the invitations, contacting all the vendors individually, figuring out 50 times over, 50 times over, dealing with all of the guests and the guest count and dealing with everybody's seating and... Meal choices. Um, thank you. That's the word I was looking for. It does everything. It all falls on the bride and all of the jobs the day of fall on the bride. Mm-hmm. So this is situation one. And probably the most significant aspect that we are referring to today is day of coordination. The actual run of the day. Um, because many brides do choose to plan their own wedding and I do support that. Although I believe that, you know, it will be less stressful if you have professional guidance in that and professional support. Yeah. But, but we if, are if talking, nothing else, yeah. you will end up with someone who's going to be your planner on the day of. Right. After you've done everything, even if you didn't hire someone, then after you've done everything leading up to the day of, somebody will take over on the day. Yes. And the situation with the bride being the day of coordinator in this instance, we that's where we see... All of the vendors, everyone who has a question, ask that question of the bride, no matter where in her day she is, you know, even if she's about to walk down the aisle, well, should we do this? And that's really distracting and it's really overwhelming when your emotional space is taken up with, I'm getting married. 
Yeah, the lack of emotional space is why the bride should not be the wedding planner. So as sad as it is that this is the most common situation, in my opinion, this should never be the situation, mm-hmm. ever. Brides, you should not be your own planner, especially the day of. At the very least, you shouldn't be the day of planner. Mm-hmm. It will be a nightmare. If everyone is coming to you, you will never have a chance to enjoy your day. It's That's, called bombardment. It's it's a it's, we see it over and over and over again. Now, um, so don't do that. Situation one. But if you if the, the, I'm giving you these situations so that you can avoid them. But this I'm telling you, every one of these situations, one of them will happen if you do nothing <laughs> else. So, situation two is not actually a a situation, I guess, but it's an objection that I've heard. And that's that the couple may say, oh, we don't need a wedding planner because we have a venue coordinator. Mm -hmm. I've heard that one. Yeah, this is pretty common. Um, A a lot of people have venue coordinators because a lot of people get married at venues. But this is pretty much a duplicate of the first situation. And why don't, actually, why don't you do it? Why don't you explain why? Okay, so... A venue coordinator and a wedding planner are two separate roles. And I really, I, my weddings go much better when I have a venue coordinator to work with. Reason being, a venue coordinator coordinates uh, the aspect of the venue's role in the day. So if they're providing catering, they are working with the catering staff, making sure that everything's on track from their end. But they're also making sure that the venue, you know, has toilet paper stocked in the restroom and that everything is covered from their their perspective. So they aren't working as closely with the bride and groom throughout the whole wedding day. Right. And they're in charge of managing the facility and making mm-hmm. sure that the facility is ready for the bride and the groom. But. And it's not their job to uh, carry the communication with all of the vendors either. Or all of the bridal party and family Mm -hmm. and whatnot they're not going to go around and help make sure that everyone's ready in place for the photographer uh they're not going to be lining everybody up for uh announcements well some some do but they won't do all of the job sometimes they do but they really prefer not to yeah uh you know who's a good example of this is uh james at glenora wine yeah he's one of my favorites to work with fantastic uh venue coordinator at glenora here in the finger lakes um, but he'd be the first to tell you he's not the wedding planner. Mm-hmm. He's not been walking the bride and the groom through all of their plans up to the wedding day and, you know, helping them decide their decor and doing all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. He's there working with the staff. Right. And so, um, you I know, think we're just going to have to own the fact that Jade is once again with us. <laughs> uh, she's pretty peacefully playing next to us right now. So you may hear, yeah, she's smiling over there. Are you smiling? <laughs> That is but not she your may podcast start, voice. That's your no. That's baby my voice. that's my talk to Jade voice. <laughs> but she may start cooing and whatnot through this, and uh, we're just going to own it because we tried to do this with her nap and ain't happening. So anyway, yeah. but James at Glenora, a good example of great venue coordinator. Who it, it is a separate role, right? And I mean, I need is need the right word. I really, yes, you I do really need a venue coordinator. Need a venue coordinator because if there is not a representative of the venue there. If a breaker trips, what do you I, do? Yeah, how am I supposed to know where their electrical panel is? And like that's that's completely outside of what I should be doing. Like I I don't want to carry that liability of you know shutting off their main breaker or something. Plus, I, you don't want to have to deal with 
managing the staff of right. the venue too. That's I'm not their boss. Right. It's my job to communicate with the venue coordinator. And so having a venue coordinator is essential for me. And essential for the bride and the groom. Yeah. And but it doesn't replace a wedding plan. Right. Having both of us on a team makes the day much, much better. Okay. So the next situation is, I think, the most common. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to call this the, the Darwin planner. Because <laughs> if no one is designated in the planner. The evolution the planner, of the wedding planner. Yes. One person will be selected by natural selection. Hence the name. <laughs> so usually this ends up being the pushiest person with the loudest mouth. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I'm so sorry, but that's just how it ends up happening. And this does not solely pertain to the day of. Right. This is leading up this and the whole process, the process too. Yes. So if you don't designate a wedding planner, someone will be selected and it's usually the pushiest, loudest person. And I'm sure you probably have an idea of who that is in your life. Oh, they all do. Everyone <laughs> listening right now just had a specific person come in their mind and said, oh, that's who it would so, be. So my question to you right now is, do you want them to be your wedding planner? Because they are going to end up being if you don't do something. <laughs> so yeah, what happens with this is typically, um, since they are uh, the, the personality type that they are, they actually do kind of tend to do more of the uh, wedding type of the style of wedding planning that... Everything we addressed earlier that people right. were scared of in wedding planners, this person will end up being. <laughs> they will push their vision. They will push their idea of how things should go. They will be overbearing. And, and you may find yourself kind of set aside and pushed out of your own day. Unfortunately, but it happens. It happens way too often, which is why we're making this episode, because we just, we're trying to spare you. And honestly, even though uh, my clients have hired me, I still deal with one of those people usually at every wedding. Yeah, I was going to point that out. And I simply act as the buffer between them and the couple. And usually my way of dealing with their pushiness is I give them a job to do. Like, could you uh, put the escort cards in alphabetical order? Mm-hmm. And then that makes them feel important. It makes them feel valued. And, and that's, also, that's often why they're doing yeah, that, if I can interrupt. They're that, not doing it to be malicious. Or, no, usually it's someone who cares a lot and doesn't know where to And they probably like weddings. And, and so yeah. they want to be involved. They want to be involved. Let them be involved. Just don't let them control you know, mm-hmm. give them give them an aspect because they they want to help you know it's it's their way of showing that they care so give them something they can help with mm-hmm. but I, I was going to point that out this is a situation that you kind of have to watch out for even if you hire a professional wedding planner mm-hmm. and get the works it, you may still have to re-emphasize to that person mm-hmm. that you thought of that like hey it's okay so-and-so is in charge, or that mm-hmm. question needs to go to so-and-so, or so-and-so, your wedding planner, our wedding planner has that. Our wedding planner can be asked that question. Our wedding planner is going to take care of mm-hmm. that. Just to reemphasize it, like, don't do that. Like, th- this isn't your yeah. job. Don't worry we about it. We want you to enjoy the day. Just just reiterate that to them. You know, we, yes. we want you to be able to relax and enjoy. But my couples will still say, Rhea, we have aunt, should I use a real name? Aunt Karen. No. 
Well, Karen is not a real name. It's just... <laughs> well, Karen is a real well, name. Well, everyone but... knows the expression Karen. Right. So we Her have... Her name wasn't Karen anyways. So. We have aunt so-and-so who, you know, will probably be around here trying to do things and try to tell you how to do things. And, and it's happened a number of times where that person has told me how to do my job or how, you know, things should be decorated, whatever that... Mm -hmm. And it goes against what the bride had requested. And so there have been times where I have actually changed things back to what the bride wanted after that person left because there was, it was either that or have an ugly confrontation. Mm -hmm. So I I have ways of dealing with them. (laughs) I I have also found that, um, you know, I'm not the wedding planner. I never am the wedding planner. I'm the photographer. But I have had times where... Uh, maybe I'm doing group photos or something, and this person, uh, the the Karen of the group, I guess is what we're saying. Um, nothing against people with the name Karen. That's a that's a thing though, right? Yes. That's some meme mm-hmm. about Karen. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes up and basically tells me I should be doing this for the photos, or so and so should be standing this way, or whatever. And there's been a lot of times I'll just kind of like, okay, it's all right, I've got it, and. Nothing really further happens, but there's been a few times where they really, really got in my face about it, and I had to push back. I had to look them in the eye and say, I hear you, but I need you to back off. I need you to go and wait in the cocktail hour. This is this is not the time for you to <laughs> go be in have charge. a drink. It'll help. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't do that. Like if somebody suggests, ooh, can we get a photo like this? I don't say, get your butt into the cocktail hour. <laughs> it's not like that. But you know, every once in a while, I, I think that someone will do that they'll they'll try to be the planner because they don't see someone taking charge Mm -hmm. like when you're in charge and everyone knows you're in charge this usually doesn't happen i've seen you work where you know you're doing a very good job you've made your presence known you're giving people clear directions and usually that person doesn't say anything Mm -hmm. i think that sometimes people like that will jump in because they're afraid that there's a void of direction right um so don't let there be a void put someone in charge and make sure everyone knows they're in charge Mm mm-hmm now, this is kind of segueing because uh, I have a fourth situation here. And uh, that is, well, it is that you have a designated wedding photographer. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. It, this it, is it, not an ad for you, Joe. It's no, an ad for me. No, it's not <laughs> an ad for either of us. I'm sorry. I misspoke. It, situation four is that you hire or designate a professional wedding planner. But there's an asterisk to this because I think and that... I've encountered this as well. People say, oh, we, we already have a wedding planner. It's, I'll just use an example. Uh, it's my sister. She got married four months ago. So she's got all of the information fresh in her head. She knows what she needs to do. She knows what needs to happen. So she's going to help me out. That, in in our experience, and I'm not I'm not talking about anyone specific here, and I, I'm sure that your, fa- your family is wonderful, but in our experience, that's not a great decision. Uh, it usually easily ends up being one of the three prior conditions. Mm-hmm. The reason being, it leads to family drama. If you have a difference of opinion over something, then it becomes a relational issue between you and that that sister, because uh, you know she might really feel strongly about her way of doing things. And that may be completely different from what you want to be done. If you have a difference of opinion with me as a professional planner, it's not personal. It's not a personal relationship. And 
at the end of the day, you're the bride, so we do it your way. You know, unless it endangers someone or uh, there's some other serious, serious issue with it. But um, having family uh, be in such a significant role of your day can lead to uh, drama and relational tension. Yeah. Can I give my Mm -hmm. example? Um, When my sister got married, uh, she and her now husband, they mutually decided well, they, he his sister is also a wedding photographer, a very good one. And they said, we've got Joe and we've got Sarah. Let's purposefully not hire either of them because we want them to be part of the day and we don't want them to have to work. Mm-hmm. And um, that in and of itself, I think, is a good enough reason. But I agree with what you're saying, too. Um, two good reasons there. Um so the situation four is to get a designated wedding planner, but we suggest to get an actual professional, get get someone who's who knows how to do the job, who has experience, who is good at it, and who you trust, mm-hmm. and preferably someone who's specifically not a family member. Right. Do take time to interview them, read reviews, make sure that their work is something that you want your wedding to be, uh, you know, in line with. So... Can I address something here? Because I can almost hear somebody calling out hypocrisy because they're probably thinking, well, at your wedding, you were the wedding planner. So, uh, you know, who's to say? Actually, no. (laughs) Rhea specifically hired wedding planners for our wedding, despite the fact that she is a pro. I hired day of coordinators for our wedding day. I made sure that all of our plans were communicated to them ahead of time so that on our wedding day, I could shut my phone off and just be present at the wedding and any questions that anyone had could be directed to them and they would have the answer for them as far as like what would Rhea want for this they knew that uh, because I communicated ahead of time but I think the important thing is here even though I'm a professional planner you practice what you preach I practice what I preach and I did think about that when I hired them I was like I need to be consistent here well, I'm, I'm glad you did, not just, yeah. you know, for the sake of not being a hypocrite, but because it made the day better. I wanted to be the bride that day. I wanted to not worry about logistics or, you know, like where the cake server was. Mm-hmm. I actually had our DJ asking me questions later on the day, and it was really nice to be able to say, oh, talk to the wedding planner. Mm-hmm. And just He's like, okay. And that was it. And I'm like, yay, now I can deal with my own nerves. It's not just the bride. One more thing to note is that you don't want to wait until last minute to bring someone into your wedding plans. And the reason for this is just so that you have the ability of communicating everything to them, including your vision, your desires, and how you would want situations to be handled. You want them to be able to be your advocate on the wedding day and uh, throughout whatever part of the process you bring them into so that you aren't left to defend yourself against the the Darwin planners and the other uh, people who arise. So don't bring them in last minute and leave them to scramble trying to figure out what your plans were. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a side note, but oftentimes, I don't think we actually address this, oftentimes I hear from other vendors that they are the ones who become the wedding planner in, in, the, in the absence of a professional. And... Um, uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's that, a little that might offensive be situation to me. Five, yeah, where people say, "Oh, we have a 
whatever other role, photographer, DJ, videographer, florist, or whatever. And they pretty much are with wedding planners too. Like you got to realize everything that a wedding planner actually does. Just because they tell you to, when to cut the cake does not make them a wedding planner. Right. A wedding planner really needs to be a designated job. Mm-hmm. So try not to get too steamed about yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's just a little bit of a sore point with me. It would be like me coming up to any one of the other vendors and saying that because I pushed play on a song that makes me the DJ. Well, it would also be like you going up to a vendor and doing their job. Like yeah. that day I was setting up that bridal portrait, got everything all set, got the dress all symmetrical and perfect light. And then you walked in and said, oh, wait, here, let me move this and totally wrecked the composition that I was trying to do. Do you think I've ever touched a dress since then? <laughs> no, my one. This, this was before we were married, by the way. We were engaged, though. Yes, we hadn't we learned how engaged. to work with each other. Yeah. So uh, one of the key, key points about my role in a wedding day is that I do everything I can to empower each vendor to fulfill their role. I think one of the main tensions on a wedding day where a wedding planner isn't doing that job is the vendors kind of trip over each other and they get offended because, you know, your uh, photography style, you, you might be running a little bit late with photos and then... Uh, dinner runs a little bit late. And so it's my job to be watching out for all those details and making sure that everyone has the time that they need and the uh, make sure that it's facilitated for them to do the best job. Yeah. So get a wedding planner, make sure that they work as Rhea just described. And that way you'll avoid the other situations that we mentioned. So I think we did a good job of because we we could have um, we could have ranted a lot more in this one. <laughs> uh, There's a yeah. lot of rants that could be said, but I think that that's not the purpose of providing information. Right? Can I give a PSA before we wrap up? Sure. Hey, join the email list for Radiant Weddings. We have an email list and we have a Facebook group actually, and that also called Radiant Weddings. Also called Radiant Weddings. That is going to be where we're sending out a lot of these podcasts so you can be updated if a new one comes along. But don't forget to subscribe as well to the podcast itself. That would right. be on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play Music. And now that you've just exercised your memory, the email list also has additional information as well as the Facebook group beyond what we cover in the podcast. Yes. Thank you for saying that. I did forget. Yes. The email list has a lot more value than just here's a new podcast. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, we're going to really be trying to dish out some really great content to really help out some engaged couples out there. Well, I think that's it for today. Uh, but thank you for listening and we will see you next time on Radiant Weddings. 